Don't turn it up, please. Hey, it's your man Ben Ferrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing fine and fabulous. I really do. That is sincere. Hey, Pennsylvania woman foils home invasion by shooting burglary suspects. The table did turn. A Pennsylvania woman thwarted a home invasion on Sunday by shooting burglary suspects who entered her Philadelphia apartment. The Philadelphia Police Department says officers responded to a 1.34 in the morning report of a shooting in Germantown on Sunday morning. When authorities arrived, they found a woman standing on the Germantown Avenue near one of the suspects who was injured and lying on the ground. The woman told police that four unknown men entered her apartment before she opened fire. The complaint had arrived to her apartment and found her and found four unknown males inside her apartment without her permission. The Philadelphia Police Department explained in a statement to news sources that a confrontation ensued and the complaint shot the the complainant shot the offenders who then fled from the location, police added. The first suspect was shot in his right leg and right arm. He was identified as 48-year-old Jermaine Parker and treated by medics before being taken to the Einstein Einstein Medical Center of Philadelphia, police stated. I'm familiar with Germantown, Philadelphia because I once upon a time used to live in Philadelphia. Officers soon found the second suspect, Randy Miller, on a different street, according to police. The 45-year-old man was shot in the back and also taken to the Einstein Medical Center of Philadelphia in critical but stable condition. Both men were charged with burglary. Philadelphia police noted that the women's, woman's motive was to defend herself while a criminal trespass and burglary were being committed. Authorities have not released any additional information about this case or the other two suspects. The Philadelphia Police Department is investigating this incident. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to have to jump in the Philadelphia scene. Haven't been there in a while. Let's get there. Man arrested in attempted abduct, abduction of a girl, 14 years old, a 14-year-old girl, inside the Willow Grove Park Mall. All right, a man who police say should not have been on the street was arrested less than 24 hours after he allegedly tried to abduct a teenage girl at a Pennsylvania mall, uh, Khalil Evans. 44 years old, is accused of approaching a 14-year-old girl near the escalators at Willow Grove Mall Wednesday night and forcibly tried to lead her across the mall. Investigators say Evans contacted his attorney and media, Delaware County, and arranged to turn himself in on Thursday. Police believe Evans attempted similar crimes with other young women. This is the type of crime where the hair on your back stands up. Aventon Police Chief Patrick Molly said, only God knows what their intentions were. We can only assume the worst.
Chief Molly held up Evans' 28-page rap sheet during the Thursday afternoon press conference that he says includes charges for weapons, assault, and threats. Investigators say the 14-year-old victim encountered, encountered Evans and another man around 7 p.m. Wednesday near the escalators in Willow Grove Mall. Evans allegedly introduced himself as Alex and extended his arm as if to escort her. When the teen told the men that she was underage, investigators say Evans grabbed the girl and pinned her arm underneath his as he led the girl across the mall. Police say she managed to escape and yell for help, which caused several bystanders to step in. Thank God. Police shared, po police shared photos of the two men, which prompted several other young women who claimed they were also approached by the men to come forward. Police say they are still trying to understand the second man's involvement in the incident, and he is not currently facing charges. Evans has been charged with false imprisonment of a minor and two counts of harassment. His bail was set to $25,000. Chief Molly called Evans an individual who should not have been on the street and called out the failed policies in Philadelphia. He's coming to Montgomery County right now. I think some of the fell policies in Philadelphia with the district attorney's office, where it's somewhat of a revolving door, where dangerous felons are let back on the streets to prey upon our children. Uh, it's weird, man. The dude is a super extreme weirdo. Can't believe that's going on around the cities of America. It's getting more filthier every day, you know. People are more shrewd they can see that they have to pay attention. And I've been saying it all the time. Uh, we in Philadelphia. We're going to see what I see here. Uh, short after man fatally shot trying to stop South Philly carjacking police. Oh, there's a lot of carjackings here. Um, three suspects sought after man fatally shot trying to stop South Philly carjacking. Police stated, I already color, uh, covered the Alabama girl. Uh, there was an earthquake in Alaska. Come on, New York Times. You know, I'm quick with it. And people going to hate me. I know that. Alaska earthquake triggers brief tsunami warning, sends people scrambling to shelters. A 7.2 magnitude earthquake triggered a brief tsunami advisory for southern Alaska late Saturday, but the advisory was canceled about an hour later. Monitoring bodies report. The earthquake was felt widely throughout the uh, Aleutian Islands. The Alaska Peninsula and Cook Inlet regions, according to the Alaska Earthquake Center in Kodiak, Alaska, uh, sirens warned of a possible tsunami and sent people driving to shelters late at night, according to the video post to social media. The United States Geological Survey wrote in a social media post that the earthquake occurred 
106 kilometers, 65.8 miles to be exact, south of Sand Point, Alaska, at 10.48 p.m. Saturday. The quake initially was reported as a 7.4 magnitude, but downgraded to a 7.2 soon after. All right. The U.S. National Weather Service sent a tsunami advisory saying that the quake occurred at a depth of 13 miles in the ocean. The agency canceled the advisory about an hour after the first alert. Before the cancellation, the National Weather Service in Anchorage, Alaska, tweeted that the tsunami advisory applied to coastal Alaska from Chingnig Bay to Unamak Pass, but Kodiak Island and the Kenai Peninsula were not expected to be impacted. The Hawaii Emergency Management Agency said shortly after the tsunami warning went out that there was no threat to the islands. Yeah, they have to have a tsunami warning. Every time there's like an earthquake in the ocean, that's the number one thing that's got to be on your mind is the tsunami that could... um cause catastrophic events to unimaginable proportions. You see what I'm saying? There were an estimated eight aftershocks in the same area of Alaska, including one measuring 5.0 magnitude within three minutes of the original earthquake, news sources reported. Residents were advised not to reoccupy hazard zones without clearance from local emergency officials. Small sea level changes were still possible. Alaska experiences thousands of earthquakes each year, most of which are too deep and too small to be felt. It is the U.S. most uh, systemically active state and location of the second largest earthquake ever recorded, according to the Alaska Earthquake Center. In 1964, a magnitude of 9.2 earthquake in Prince William Sound caused extensive damage throughout south-central Alaska. The Timbler late Saturday occurred in the same region as several other earthquakes over seven magnitudes in the past few years, the center said via Twitter. The once quiet Schumagen Gap isn't too quiet anymore, the tweet stated. Oh, that's serious right there. Somebody needs to talk to somebody. Don't you think? What else they got, man? That was in Alaska. I know I jumped off from Philadelphia. All right, let me see this one right here. Uh, we got more stuff. The Army veteran found dead 11 days after, after her abusive boyfriend released on parole. Yeah, I, told, I already did that one. I remember that one. The pedestrians um, hit after a car runs red light in a fatal four-vehicle crash at Philly intersection, Philadelphia's intersection. Police say a 21-year-old man sped through a red light causing a multi-vehicle crash that ended with a woman being killed and a juvenile critically injured Saturday night. The deadly crash began with a speed in the Mercedes-Benz when it ran the red light 
and hit a Hyundai at the intersection of Bostelton or Bostel, Bostelton Avenue and Renner Street, according to authorities. Two other cars stopped at the red light where were hit when the force of the first crash thrust the Hyundai forward, causing a domino effect. All right. The Hyundai then plowed into the sidewalk where police say it hit two pedestrians. All right. A 32-year-old Florida woman identified as Kelly Ann Carter Herman was pronounced dead at the scene while a juvenile male was transported to the St. Christopher's in critical condition. The 43-year-old man driver, the 43-year-old male driver of the Hyundai is said to be in critical condition but stable at the local hospital. The drivers of the other struck vehicles, a 40-year-old man and a 57-year-old woman, sustained minor injuries. Charges are pending for the Mercedes-Benz driver, all right, who also suffered minor injuries, police stated. All right, let me see. Oh, shit. I hit the wrong thing. Oops, I didn't mean to hit this one. But I was looking at something else, but it skipped. The thing skipped on me. At least five dead, two missing in Bucks County Flash. Oh, yeah, that's what I was really looking at anyway. At least five dead. Two missing in Bucks County. Flash floods as rescue operations continue. Upper Makefield Township in Pennsylvania. Torrential rainfall caused massive flash flooding that claimed the lives of four people and left other another three missing in Bucks County this weekend. Officials said storms dump upwards of seven inches of rain in approximately 45 minutes. At General Washington Memorial Boulevard near Washington Crossing and the surrounding areas around 5.30 p.m., 11 vehicles were on the road when the deluge took over, sweeping away three cars that officials say were later recovered with at least one of the confirmed dead inside of one. All right, another victim was found outside their vehicle, according to authorities. On Sunday, officials confirmed that a fourth and fifth body were found in the creek about a mile from the road. At least three of the deceased victims are said to be adults ranging in the age from 40 years old to in their 60s and not local to the area. The identities have yet to be released. Rescue crews, rescue crews totaling 100 people have been working through the night to search along Hughes Creek by foot for three people who officials said remain missing as of Sunday morning. Search teams have been working tirelessly through very difficult terrain all morning and this effort will continue through the afternoon and evening. Upper Makefield Township Police stated. Authorities say one family is severely affected by the missing victims, who included a nine-month-old baby, his two-year-old sister, in a press conference late Sunday afternoon. Officials confirmed they found an adult woman said to be the mother of the two children still missing of the seven missing people. Five 
have now been recovered, according to authorities. Officials went on to say a family from South Carolina was driving to a barbecue when their car was overwhelmed by flood water. The dad and his four-year-old son got out of the vehicle and made it to safety. The mother and the grandmother took the nine-month-year-old and two-year-old but were swept in the raging water. Sadly, the mother was found dead on Sunday. The operation is being treated as a rescue, but officials said they are fairly certain it is a recovery during a press conference Sunday morning. All right. The person that wrote this article, uh, they um, chopped it up. They did a lot of errors on trying to describe what happened in the flood. Uh, crews were able to rescue eight people from their cars and two people from the creek after the tragic flash flood devastated the area. Officials did confirm that none of the vehicles drove into the flash flood but were already on the road when the rain became dangerous. The poly was parked there. Roads were left crumbling in the aftermath of Saturday's flooding in Washington Crossing and surrounding communities after as the floodwaters slowly receded from another round of heavy rain on Sunday. In addition, many roadways across the eastern portion of Bucks County were closed due to the roads that are broken because of the heavy rainfall or down trees, the trees that fell down. Uh, the Department of Transportation of Pennsylvania advised motorists of the roads of roads that will remain closed until repairs are completed. Those roads are for the local people. I don't need to even talk about that. You know what I'm saying? We in New York, we in Houston. So they said motorists will be directed to use Taylorville's Road, Route 532, Washington Crossing Road. So a lot of roads there's a lot of detours because from the pictures that I'm looking at, a lot of the roads are damaged from the flood. So that's going to cause a lot of problems for the surrounding uh, residents that live there. And don't know if they have to commute to work, but that's going to cause an issue for them and stuff. Hopefully, you know, the township and the district, the surrounding district that's in charge of that subdivision, uh, do something to assist the residents over there. But anyway, I'm going to hit y'all with plenty of news. Hope everything is good with you. I hope that you enjoyed uh, these segments. I'm going to be back with another segment later on. You see what I'm saying? Don't worry your pretty head off. I enjoy doing this. Sometimes my voice is muggy. Sometimes it's hard for me to like pronunciate and pronunciate, but I still do it no matter what, because like I said in the beginning, I enjoy what I do and I need you people to be careful and be aware, be vigilant, protect your kids, look at your surroundings, keep a positive vibe. If somebody come around you with negative vibes, you make sure you get away from them or keep them away from your doggone um, circle or your perimeter, you feel what I'm saying? And make sure that you get involved in these silly politics that's going on in American society. Make sure that you have that um, 
you know, those thoughts, those ideas that everybody will capitalize off, not just by yourself. Don't be a narcissist. Be a person that's um, care for your neighbors and stuff. That's the only way it's going to work. And God we trust. All right. This is your man, Ben's for Rebel Thinking Out Loud. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube, Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can follow me on Instagram. It's the same thing, Box Benji. You can follow me on TikTok. I'm very active on TikTok. That's underscore Murder Envy. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor I-I. So I will holler at you later with another segment. Don't worry about it. You know your man is going to be right back. One love. Want to make a podcast? Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast, to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.